Today's the first day of Passion Week. And I want us to think and reflect upon the fig tree that Jesus encounters on his way back into Jerusalem today. Reading from Mark 11, it says, And on the following day they came from Bethany, and he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not seasoned for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. This is like the one time that we see... uh, you know, this kind of destructive uh, curse uh, from Jesus. I think of the other time that I could think of is when he cast out the legion of demons and cast them into the swine, and the swine, you know, ran into the uh, off the cliff into the water. But I want you to think about it. Jesus was hungry, and he goes to this tree, and this fig tree has leaves. And it wasn't so much that it wasn't fig season. It was the fact that, you know, this tree was showing leaves, but no figs. Right? So it, it's one thing for it not to be in season, but the fact that it had leaves. Now, so think about what this means today. Um, there's this advertisement that Jesus looks off and sees that this fig tree has leaves, but when he get there, and Jesus is hungry, it says. You know, he was hungry. And so when you're hungry, and then you see this tree that has leaves, and so leaves is a sign that, you know, this tree is, you know, uh, this tree is, is blooming, it is time for it, and it should have figs because it has leaves. And so, like, this is like false advertisement. And so when Jesus gets there and he's hungry and there's no figs. And he's disappointed and so he curses his tree. May no one ever eat from you again. And the reason he does that is because, you know, when you're when you're showing leaves, you should have figs. And I want us to think about our Christian life, right? Do do we advertise that we follow Christ? And if so, do we have the fruit to match that? Now we can go to Galatians 5 and and we can talk about, you know, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, You know, what what does fruit look like? You know, what what is it that we should be yielding? This fig tree should have yielded figs. And Jesus was hungry and this thing was advertising through its leaves that it should have something for him. And so he goes to it and then he gets there and there's... There's nothing. So what do people expect from us as we claim to be Christians? What is it that they expect to see from someone who says that, you know, I love Jesus and I follow Jesus? What is it do they expect to see? And and do we show that? You know, uh, the Bible says that, you know, that we should bear this fruit, right? So in, in Galatians chapter 5, it says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 
Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Because remember in this Galatians 5 passage before it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, it talks about what are the works of the flesh. And the works of the flesh are things like sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that's what it starts off with. Then Paul says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, patience, peace. And it really comes down that there is a selfishness that is associated with the world, that the world says it's about me. But there's a selflessness that should identify those who follow Christ because what he wants is first. You know, selfish means I'm first. Selfless means I put the needs of others before mine. And so I put the will of God as the highest priority in my life. You know, loving God with all my heart, mind, and soul, but I also put loving neighbor, my neighbor also, as a high priority. And so it's not about what I want. When you look at the works of the flesh, it's very easy that when you see all these things, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, it just screams out that I want everything to cater to me and anything that doesn't is going to cause divisions and all these other things, dissensions and envy and all these things. It's it's just very clear. And so I want us to be thinking today, you know, as we enter into Passion Week, I want us to think of the selflessness of Jesus Christ. That he is going to pour himself out for us so that one day we may stand before God completely covered by the blood that he shed on the cross for us the blood that covers us that that washes us white as snow and let's think about what it means to follow him And so let us look at this fig tree and let us let us consider our lives today. Are we like a fig tree that has leaves but no figs? Are we a tree that says, hey, you know, advertising that I'm a Christian, but do I have the fruit that accompanies that? In other words, are the works in my life evidence of my claim to follow Jesus? I went to um, went to a steakhouse not too long ago. Me and my wife took a childhood friend that I reconnected with uh, to a steakhouse. And uh, he hadn't had anything like that in a long, long time. And uh, so as soon as we opened the menu, it had prime rib on the menu. And anytime I go to a steakhouse, I like the prime rib's my favorite. And so me and my friend, we both decided that we were going to have the prime rib. We were excited. Oh, we were excited. 
And so the waitress comes around to take her order. And uh, I said, I'll have the 12-ounce the prime rib. And she says, oh, I'm so sorry. We're out of prime rib. We don't have any. And I'm like, you're a steakhouse. You got this big thing of prime rib right on the front of the menu, and you don't have prime rib. I was so let down. But I wonder how many people maybe have come to me over the years because I claim to be a Christian and expecting to find someone who's refreshing, someone who shows grace and mercy, someone who's gentle, loving, kind. And have they ever walked away from their encounter with me disappointed? Because as Jesus went to this fig tree that had leaves because he was hungry. And if it was showing leaves, then it should have had figs and there were none. And so I wonder, I wonder how many people maybe have ever encountered me because I had leaves. And so they expected to see this fruit only to find out that there was none. They, maybe they caught me on a bad day, caught me on a day that I was upset about something, and still yet I should have risen above that circumstance to show Jesus to them. And did they walk away from me disappointed because I had the leaves, but I didn't have any fruit to show? Let us enter into this Passion Week considering how we walk and considering all that Jesus has done for us. Am I bearing fruit that is consistent with my claim to be a Christian? Let us pray today. Father, we love you. And Lord, as we enter this Passion Week, Father, we, we we know that this week, Lord, is so special. It's special because we know what it's leading up to. And we know how much you love us because you sent your son. And that he chose. He chose to be a ransom for us. But Lord, we know that... Lord, we know that to, to be a part of you means that we should also be showing uh, signs of that. That there should be evidence in our life that is consistent with our claim to follow you. And so, Lord, we just pray that this week will be just a refreshing, a renewing of our mind, a recentering uh, on our focus Lord, on what it means to be a Christian, what it means to follow you. Sometimes, Father, I even find myself, Lord, personally, not being as thankful as I should. When circumstance and things hit in our lives and we're struggling with things, Lord, sometimes I, I'm not as thankful as I should be. Lord, I just pray that this week will remind us 
of, Lord, of the depth of the sacrifice that you made for us. Lord, may we be reminded and refreshed this week. Lord, refreshed in our spirit, Lord, and just, Lord, rekindle that fire within us. Because, Lord, when I think about this week and what it represents, it just reminds me of how much love it must have took for you to allow yourself to be fixed to that cross for me. Lord, may this week be a, a, a reminder of the love that you have for us. And may it compel us to go and love others the same. Be with us this week, we pray, Lord. In the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. I hope you have a great day today.